afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Wednesday. It's hump day. That's right. I'm calling it back to an ancient commercial. I don't care. It's Wednesday, and it's the off season. The only thing we get to talk about when it comes to the Packers today is about Tom Brady retiring. Uh, for real this time, supposedly. We'll see. But yes, Tom Brady dropping the mini bombshell, I guess. I guess his retirement was not a total surprise this time around, especially considering uh, how poorly this year went for Tom and the Bucks. Uh, Brady's retirement. What does it mean for Aaron Rodgers? Mostly it means SEO and uh, clickbait because it doesn't mean a whole lot. And I know that I've seen lots of people in my Twitter mentions today talking about how this increases Rodgers' trade value or uh, how it pushes Rodgers to keep playing because he doesn't want to share a dais with Tom Brady and Canton when they're all inducted into the Hall of Fame. What an amazing class that would be, though. If you've got Aaron Rodgers, J.J. Watt, Trent Williams is talking about maybe retiring, and oh, yeah, by the way, Tom Brady. That would be incredible. And actually, I don't think that really weighs into Aaron's decision too much. Now, is he taking into account maybe? Yeah, possibly. But if he's done playing, he's done playing. I don't think he really cares too much about where he is in the pecking order when it comes to that night in Canton. I mean, especially now that they're really truncating the speeches and it's not quite the uh, affair it used to be, but it still is very important, obviously. But I think when it comes to the decision to walk away from $60 million guaranteed, um, you know, the idea that, oh, by the way, you've also got to speak before Brady at Canton when you get inducted in the hall, it's probably lower on the list. Um, all of this said, I'm still of the opinion that he's coming back and playing this year. I'm still going to be very surprised if he is traded. So you guys know that's where I want it to go, but I don't think it's going to go that way. And I'll be pleasantly surprised if it did does. But when it comes to Tom Brady, I really don't think it moves the needle too much for Aaron Rodgers. And it was kind of funny listening to Aaron yesterday on McAfee talking about how, oh, you know, there's still football to be played. The Super Bowl is coming up in a couple of weeks. Like, I'm just going to let this breathe and blah, blah, blah. And Tom Brady's like, yeah, fuck that. I'm retiring. I'm retiring, man. I'm out. Um, going to be fascinating to see how long Rodgers takes here, how quickly or elongated his decision-making process is. Uh, but yeah, the Tom Brady thing doesn't really, I think, move anything for Rodgers. Um, I think the contract and the desire to play um, have way more pull when it comes to Rodgers making a final decision for 2023 and beyond. Hello to everybody in the comments section. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? Good to see you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. TKM is here at his post. Always good to see you, buddy. Uh, what else we got? Rodgers def definitely will be back now, says Daniel. Maybe. I don't think Tom Brady has much to do with it. <laughs> the well Hungarian. Get it? Thanks for the super sticker. Appreciate it, man. Bring on the love train. Sean, I hear you. I don't think anything's a done uh, deal as of yet. I think it's going to be a while before we know anything. I'm ready to turn the page. You guys know that. Uh, I don't know if the Packers are. Uh, I realize the suspect line played a part, but Brady looked done. Johnny, I agree. Uh, you know, obviously, the last impression you have is the last game he played, which is the playoff game where they couldn't block anybody up front. Brady continuously falling away from his throws, off his back foot, things of that nature. Um, but yeah, they, they they were down like a handful of starting linemen before the season even started. 
And at that point, you pretty much knew things were going to be tough for Tom that this past year in Tampa. It's because he's made a whole living out of standing in the pocket and going through his progressions and making the smart throw. You know, when you're not able to do that, not even able to make those reads because you've got to get the ball out of your hands, it makes it a little tougher. But, yeah, I, I agree with you overall, I think, for the whole season. It sure looks like Father Time is finally knocking at the door. And I think Tom recognizes that. And I think that's probably the driver behind his decision more than anything else. Um, also, of course, what else does Tom need to prove? I mean, he's defied every odd from the moment he was drafted to you know today when he retired. The man is truly one of the all-time greats. No question about it. ADF, thanks to Super Chat. If you were Aaron, what would you do? Also, go Chiefs because MVS. <laughs> um, yeah, I, man, if I was Aaron, if I was Aaron, I wouldn't be on a YouTube channel. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, it's all a very, very personal thing. And it's hard for me to say, you know, if I was Aaron, yeah, I'd want to play and I want to retire as a Packer. But that's because I grew up as a Packers fan. You know, Aaron grew up as a 49ers fan. So maybe he's lobbying for a trade to the 49ers, who, by the way, uh, seem to be a bit unsettled at their quarterback position between both Brock Purdy and Trey Lance going to be coming off of injury. Um, who knows? Maybe they pick up the phone and make that call again to the Packers, this time in a more official capacity. Seth, thanks for the Super Chat. Is it possible for a trade partner to send less compensation in exchange for taking some of Aaron Rodgers' guaranteed money? Also, F. Robbie Gould. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but it was just so incongruous. I like it. Um, man, Robbie Gould's so great, though. It's hard to hate on greatness. I had so many people, like, look, I love watching Tom Brady lose to the Packers. We didn't get to see a whole lot of it, but when it did happen, it was great. You know, Mike McDaniels hitting him on that third down in Lambeau. Um, you know, shots of him cursing out whoever on the sideline when the Packers sealed the win. You know, I love that. But, you know, you can't today, today, when he's, you know, retiring and hanging him up for good, people just hating on greatness. And I'm not saying Robbie Gould's like the goat or anything like that, but he's awesome. Come on. That guy is a great, great player. He's really, really good at what he does. So it is funny, though. I know he's made some big kicks against the Packers, especially last year in Lambeau send the Packers home. So I understand. It's just kind of funny. Uh, as for your question, is it possible for a trade partner to send less compensation in exchange? Um, it should be. Uh, there have been throughout, you know, recent kind of history in the NFL, been plenty of instances where uh, there have been some, I'm not going to, I wouldn't call them manipulations because they're legal, but yeah, there have been agreements like that. Um, I, I can't recall. I know in the last, or two CBAs ago, they took out poison pills, which allowed you to, you know, like when the Packers traded Favre, they included a provision that said, you know, the the if the Jets were to trade Favre back to the NFC North, they had to give like a million picks or something to the Packers, um, call it like high end picks. But you can't do that anymore. But I do know that yes, you can you can work with the team uh, that's receiving him to some extent, not you know. It's not unconditional. You can't do wholesale changes, but there is a mechanism um, to the extent of which I'm not entirely sure. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Well, Hungarian, thanks for the super chat. Nags, if Brady had been drafted by the Packers and Rodgers drafted by the Patriots, who has more rings at the end of their career? Well, it's interesting because I don't know if Rodgers buys into what Belichick was doing the way Brady did mostly because of where Brady was coming from. 
i.e. a late day three pick, and Rodgers had the chip on his shoulder because he thought he was going to go first overall and then drop to 24. Rodgers drops to 200-something? I don't know. I know Rodgers is a more physically talented player than Brady is or was. Um, well, one of Brady's great attributes was the ability to play within his system, like get the ball out in time and in rhythm, move the chains and be efficient with the football. And I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have done that, but given his nature and everything we've seen play out over his career, I don't know if he makes that check down when it's necessary. I don't know if he doesn't try and scramble and make a big play, turning down stuff underneath. I don't know, man. I do think, yes, if he's with Bill Belichick and he gets somehow, you know, developed into the quarterback he's he became and or has become, yeah, he probably has more rings than Brady if Brady's in Green Bay. I, I don't doubt that for a second. Just because Brady, uh, Belichick uh, and his system with his, both with Charlie Weiss back in the day, Josh McDaniels at his height, um, I think, yes, they would have made some hay with Rodgers. But um, again, it's really hard to say given Rodgers' propensity for playing outside of structure and wanting to make big plays over the efficiency that Brady has displayed throughout his entire career. And it's essentially what makes him great. Jeff, thanks to Super Chat. I refuse to get sucked in. Whatever happens, happens. Shore up the O and D-line this offseason. We need depth. That's a Super Chat after my own heart. I don't think anything matters when it comes to the construction of the football team, who plays quarterback. You're either hanging on or you're starting something new. All of that is kind of second place in my eyes, comparative to exactly what you're talking about there. You gotta shore up these lines. You have to improve both the defensive and offensive lines. And the old thing that Madden used to go on and on about in his, you know, uh, national television appearances while calling these games was always you're always strong down the middle. You know, especially on defense, strong in the middle with your defensive tackles, strong with your inside backers. Get a strong safety, and you're ready to go. And, you know, the Packers had that uh, once upon a time, but it's been a while. And they have got to get better down the middle on defense, but in the middle of the offensive line as well. You know, I think Josh Myers, we've talked a lot about his inconsistency. Uh, he's either got to fix that or they got to find someone who can do a better job because that is that level of play we saw throughout last season, it's not up to snuff. Um, but yes, the offensive line, defensive line, 100% should be the priority. Um, what else we got? Michael, thanks for Super Chat. I'd be shocked if 12 were retired same year as Brady. I wouldn't be. I mean, I know it, I, it would be uh, you know interesting to watch play out in Canton, but outside of that, you know, if Rodgers is done, he's done. You know, one night in Canton, I don't think changes too much. Smalls, thanks for Super Chat. I believe in my heart of hearts that given another drive, Love would have beaten Kansas City and Philadelphia in those games. No, it's not just because Valentine's Day is coming. <laughs> well played. What was the Lombardi quote? We didn't lose. We just ran out of time. Uh, maybe that's Jordan Love in those games. I'm not sure. But, you know, I mean, I yeah, it's, it's certainly kind of a fun thought experiment. But, look, there were plenty of other drives available to him in that Kansas City game where he didn't produce. Um, so it's not like you can sit there, oh, well, if you just add a fifth quarter, well, yeah, you can say that for any game. But the Philadelphia game, yeah, I hear you. It would have been nice to see him get a, another couple opportunities. But, you know, Aaron was hurt when he was hurt. And 
Jordan came in and did what he had to do, and he looked good doing it. That's promising for the future, no doubt. Cheeto, thanks for the super chat. Bucks, Cowboys, 49ers, frauds, Vikings lost. Green Bay didn't make it, but solid playoffs this year. Also, Brady is coming back when his girlfriend moves in. Oh, you guys are ruthless. Ruthless, I tell you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Uh, John, thanks to Super Chat. Who had a worse day, the Bucks or Greg Olson? Go Petco. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Tom Brady's supposed to be the new uh, color guy, number one color guy in um, Fox's booth, which will relegate Greg Olson to number two. And I know Greg's really made a, a lot of improvement, and I know he's there are a lot of fans suddenly of his work there on the uh, Fox crew. I'm pretty indifferent to it. I think he does a good job, but I'd really like to hear what Brady has to say week in and week out. You know, this is a guy who has done it all at a high level, won more rings than any modern quarterback, um, seen everything there is to see on a football field. Yeah, I'd love to hear him in a booth. Now, I, I who knows on presentation? I will say Greg Olson's voice is kind of you know, grown on me, so to speak. Like at first I thought it was just so, I don't know, trebly and like high end. And I just, it really didn't kind of do much for me, so to speak. But now I, I think he's gotten a little less nervous. He's letting it flow a little bit more. Uh, really appreciated what he's brought to the booth. But yeah, I think Tom will be great. 
And now who knows? Like Tom will get in there and it'll be terrible. Like I think people sometimes forget Joe Montana did this shortly after he retired. Joe Montana was in the booth and he was awful. I mean, he was bad. And I, it's not a knock on Joe. He was one of the all-time greats. No question about it. Killed it as a quarterback on the football field. But in the booth, it was hard. It was hard to listen to. So there's no guarantee that Tom's going to step in and be awesome, you know? And now he could step in and be great. But, you know, it's no given. I mean, Drew Brees, great quarterback, tough on TV, not great on television. Sometimes the guys are made for it. Sometimes they're not. Uh, ADF, thanks again. I want Aaron to do what makes him happy. Watched him more than far since I'm 24. But if he's traded, retires, or plays for Green Bay, I wish the best for him. That's a great sentiment. And I don't think I don't think that's too tough, right? The idea that whatever happens with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, you can wish the best for Aaron, regardless of the outcome. And I see so much kind of, you know, drawing of a line in the sand on Twitter when it comes to like you either love the man or if you want him to move on and you want the Packers to move on, then you hate Aaron Rodgers. No. Like, what are we, 12? Like, no. You can absolutely wish you know, the best for him wherever he goes, unless, of course, it's in a Vikings uniform, uh, and then you want to hate him at least two days a year. But, you know, yes, of course, absolutely a thousand percent wish nothing but the best for Aaron Rodgers, regardless of what transpires here. The man helped bring a title back to title town. Point blank, done. I, he's forever gold in my book. Unless, you know, certain things transpire later in his uh, post-playing career. But we won't talk about that. Um, Stanley, thanks for the super chat. Chris Godwin to the Packers. Need more need, need to move pieces, LOL. Feels a little rich for the Packers' blood. Most, uh, most things happening this offseason, I suspect, are going to be via the draft. Um, never know. You never really know. But, yeah, that, that feels like a stretch. I thought Tlaib was good. Matt, I love Tlaib in the booth. Love Tlaib in the booth. Unfortunately, there's some off the field, off, out of the booth kind of stuff, I guess, that uh, uh, relegated him in the old uh, rotation there. ADF, thanks for Super Chat. If he's a Viking, then I scream, though. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Yeah, if he ends up in purple, uh, that would that would be uh, problematic, to say the least. Yeah. Dennis Miller was the goat of color commentary. Johnny, I actually liked Dennis Miller in the booth a lot more than most people. Um, since you and I are in the minority on that one, given everything I've seen um, online about that brief tenure that he had. But I think I've told the story before, but my favorite moment ever of Dennis Miller in the booth was the Packers playing the Panthers on Monday Night Football. And uh, some crazed fan ran onto the field. Like literally they were like line, just about to snap the ball. And this dude runs onto the field and, you know, normally they don't show it, but the cameras couldn't avoid it in that split second. And Dennis Miller goes, wait a second. Oh my God, that's my agent. <laughs> like, it's just so quick witted. It's great. Love Dennis Miller. Um, in that role. Smalls. Thanks for the super chat. What's the biggest Packers off season? What if, Oh man, you talk, well, recent vintage. It's obviously what if Brian Gutekunst had traded Aaron Rodgers last year, especially namely for the haul that the uh, Broncos gave uh, Seattle. I mean, I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's a too difficult one. I mean, there have been others for sure, but nothing that probably reaches that height. Nags, what is your retirement plan? Uh, you're looking at it. 
I'm probably gonna be doing this for the rest of my life. So when I'm 85 and I'm on whatever the third iteration of YouTube is like, that's basically VR plugged into all our brains. Cause there's a chip that's been supplied by all these tech companies. I'll be doing that. And of course, drinking of carry the G while I do it. ADF. Thanks for super chat. Should say I live in Minnesota. So it would be even worse. Well, I see. So that's, yeah, that's a little different. All right. So if you got to walk amongst them, yeah. Getting Rogers over the, that would be terrible. I can't even imagine. Uh, <laughs> the real Tom Brady is going to appear in Dealey Plaza at 10 a.m. on 6-1-23. 10 a.m. is the sum of 2-1-2023. Six with New England, one with Tampa, 23 in the league. Book it. Soder, God bless you, man. That's amazing. Uh, what else we got? I don't understand the vitriol towards Rogers. It's that's an interesting kind of touch point, right? There is vitriol towards Rogers, and it's funny because at the risk of touching the third rail here, when he goes on McAfee or wherever, whatever interview he might give, and talks about you know being the villain or the woke mob coming after him, I do kind of roll my eyes. But at the same time, all you have to do is peruse Twitter a little bit, and it doesn't take long to get from Aaron Rodgers and whatever's happening on the football field or off of it to, oh, yeah, off the football field. Oh, my gosh, all the COVID stuff. And then suddenly you're in that conversation, and it just evolves real quick. And so, yeah, the vitriol, I think, mostly derives from that kind of stretch, right, where he he had the I'm immunized moment and then – basically having to miss a game because of covid and then it coming you know well okay so he's not he hasn't been vaccinated and away they went and it all really changed right there so you guys know i don't talk about the off-field shit a whole lot i don't really care about it a whole lot um i made the video at the time i said it's his body his decision he's looking after his own health and i get that it is his decision but man since that moment like there were people who i, I would say most people most packers fans you know, they understood that you know, he was getting older and uh, we're getting down towards the end of his or the back nine of his career, as he talked about. Um, but man, that moment really switched some things for Packers fans. And look, I mean, regardless of what you think of his comments about certain things off the field, whether it's conspiracy theories, whether it's COVID, whatever, he still did what he did for the Green Bay Packers. You know, as god awful and horrible and fucked up as this far thing is with the people of Mississippi, you know, Rogers hasn't even come close to that. Not even close. Not even close. You know, and Brett Favre's name is still up there on the facade in Green Bay and probably always will be. I'm not going to take it down. So, you know, this is why I always say I don't talk about or concentrate on anything they do off the field because who they are off the field is completely separate from what they're doing as a member of the Green Bay Packers. Now, we love the idea of carrying the G here at Cheesehead TV, right? Of always representing the Green Bay Packers if you are associated with them. Clearly, that's the preference. But the reality is that's very, very rare where a guy is, you know, the embodiment of what we love about the Green Bay Packers. And that can be a very personal thing where you sit around, you know, you turn it around and go, well, you aren't upholding, you aren't carrying the G here, like blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, because they're human beings living their lives, you know? And if you are defined by your job like that, then you're probably not living a very full life. So, you know, all that to say, yeah, the vitriol, I, I think that was kind of the genesis of it, right? 
because before that, yeah, there were Rodgers haters, but most of them were for opponent, but from opposing team fan bases, right? Now there's certainly the call is certainly coming from inside the house at this point, um, which I think is unfortunate. You know that, that people can't really separate the two, but that's the world we live in now. Oh. Johnny, again, what's up? Thanks for the super chat, man. I recall every Jets game being broadcast locally in 08. Do you think Rodgers will get similar treatment? The Zeitgeist love Favre way more than 12. Yeah, I, yeah, Favre, it's weird too because Favre, you know, obviously did hold just such a different kind of, I don't say level of fame because they're both insanely famous. But yeah, the 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 mythical thing with Favre, the way he helped bring the Packers out of the dark ages, I think, will always kind of, you know, be the defining kind of narrative there when it comes to, yes, Rodgers is a better quarterback. I don't think anybody can argue that at this point. But Favre had to overcome a hell of a lot more, both with his personal side, with the pain, the painkiller addiction and all that, uh, the drinking, everything around that, while also being on a team that was pretty fucking awful. And kind of he and that team developing together, growing together, becoming great together. I mean, that's what I know back in the day, that's what endeared him to me, you know. And I think a lot of Packers fans who watch those teams and get better every year, blah, blah, blah. We form that emotional attachment with him. Um, that said, to, to your question, I don't, yeah, no, I doubt it that you'll see, you know, weekly broadcasts of Jets and or wherever Rodgers might end up their games every week i'd i'd be very surprised especially also you got to remember it's a very different media landscape now like you want to watch rogers okay just hit up nfl plus you know or what the new apple uh sunday ticket you know so yeah i highly doubt it let's let, i'll put my i'll put my chip on that one a rock thanks for the super chat man when will an honest accounting of the TT Goot regimes happen? They failed ultimately. If Aaron Rodgers were on a team with an aggressive front office, one that didn't overvalue draft capital, would have been have more than one Super Bowl. I think so. A-Rock, I don't think so. And what do you mean an honest accounting? Honest as in one that agrees with your viewpoint? Because it sounds like from this super chat that you have made up your mind already. So what's the use of a, quote, honest accounting if you've already made up your mind? I would only ask that you open your mind. And try to be a little less blinkered about it. Uh, John, thanks for the super chat. If 12 thinks he's the villain now, don't go to New York. <laughs> or unless, like he said, he's kind of enjoying it, he can lean into it. That's another, that's a good reason for him to come to New York, actually. Cheeto, thanks for the super chat. At age 80, nags carrying the G with a full diaper. <laughs> Man, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Soder, thanks for the super chat. You could. Bring back one former defensive and offensive player to play in 2022. I would go Butler and Ringo, maybe Reggie, but safety was bad. So very bad. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'd love to go Butler or Woodson on defense. I think would go a long way, especially with, with Woodson. You could probably play them both ways. Butler, I know he started as a corner, right? And then became a safety. And both of those guys would be big, big boons, right? Uh, yeah, and then on, on offense... Sterling Sharp, you put Sterling Sharp with Watson. Come on now, get out of town. You kidding me? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, they need help up front, but those two guys just you know throw those wide receiver screens, let them work. I'm all in. All right, everybody, I'm gonna have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. 
Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.